Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah, what it do? Penthouse, man, what have you? What's going on, O's Nation? Welcome back into another episode of the Charm City Sports Podcast. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um This has been a weird and a very, not a weird, but a letdown, another letdown of an offseason for the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, we all thought this was going to be different. The Orioles were going to come in. They were going to be a different team this time around, a different front office this time around. And while Mike Elias has said um, a couple days ago that there's still time for offseason moves and MLB.com says that he's seeking to add to the Orioles' rotation, I I have wanted them to do that this whole time. I think everyone has, and I want a veteran pitcher. And there are some names out there that I just don't understand why you haven't signed yet. I don't know what the deal is and what you're waiting for. Um, because I, I begin to wonder whether or not someone is being a little too stingy with their checkbook, a.k.a. Peter Angelos. Because, hey, if you want to make a run again like listen as good and as solid as he could be Kyle Gibson was not enough this past year obviously um he just wasn't like he's great leader obviously and you need that I think he set some great foundation and some great um some some great tools for the young guys to build off of as they continue their career but at this point make a move like it's ridiculous and the fact that i'm sitting here and i'm seeing on our spring training roster there's cole irvin there. like no no that can't be the only veteran guy i mean at this point kyle bradish has more experience than cole irvin has in his entire career i mean are we okay with trotting out Kyle Bradish um, and hopefully a healthy John Means, Grayson Rodriguez, Tyler Wells maybe again, and Dean Kramer. I'm not. I sure as hell I'm not. I mean, that's not going to get you over the hump. You need to bring in someone else. Um, I think the bats are pretty much okay. I, I probably would like another veteran on the um on the starting nine as well i mean aside from james mccann i think you got to see some great things last year out of adam frazier and what he brought and really helping the guys you know um be pros i mean you got you know the uh al rookie of the year in uh in gunner henderson and then um Obviously an all-star and could be the best catcher in baseball next year in Adley Rutschman. One of the best power hitters with Ryan Mountcastle, just the best, you know, one of the better up-and-coming RBI hitters. Uh, Austin Hayes, who was terrific last year for you. Cedric Mullins, who had some moments and hopefully um, had a lot of moments with his glove and with his bat. And hopefully fully healthy this year, we can really see him shine um, as well as you know, Anthony Santander, who had a really fantastic season last year. But, you know, there are still some free agents out there that I would, ma- you know, I could see the O's going in the direction of 
pulling in for possibly, um, like I said, a bat off the bench. I mean, Jorge Soler is available as well. He could be someone, you know, that they could pull in to try and uh, bring that championship experience um, as well. Uh, Michael Taylor is another. Um, and really, you know, if you want someone to replace Adam Frazier as a lefty, I think the Orioles may have um, or someone, you know, for their infield, not so much a lefty, but in their infield, they, I think, possibly did that with Tyler Nevin coming back, which is um strange i don't know where he's going to be starting off traded for cash from the tigers which is exciting and i mean you know you got the possibility of joey ortiz coming up as well i mean i think this is where you've got to start to think about ramon arias how expendable can he be i feel like the infield is for the most part set and if you really want to add something I think Ramon Arias could be a, a good um, good trade bait to unload. I mean, if you trot out there, Mountcastle at first, um, and then possibly Jorge Mateo at second, right? And then you put Gunnar Henderson at short or Gunnar Henderson then at third. Um, you know, I think that could work. And then... A, uh, a a Jordan Westberg maybe pending upon how good of a and this is of course pending upon how good of a spring training he has that maybe could be an avenue you could go down um, but I I really don't love that I'm just I'm just spitballing here I'm considering things and then you know maybe you go out and add uh, someone else I'm at Rosario still available but you know I I really kind of feel like. There were some certain players that they could have pulled in that I feel like they just dropped the ball. And Tim Anderson's available. Do you go out and bring in a Tim Anderson? I mean, could he be that Adam Frazier last year with a little more um, spunk and a little more, um, you know, I think kind of a different cat. I mean, that'd be someone to bring in that's a little more, uh, you know, fired up out of the clubhouse not that any of these guys aren't but I mean he definitely is going to bring um a lot to the table where that's concerned he's a lefty bat he fits you know what you're losing in Adam Frazier being gone and he's someone that okay listen if things start to go south you know you've got others behind him and it's not as if I'm asking like all right we need to give him all this cash like no you know I, I think um, I don't know what his projection could be, but he's going to be pretty darn cheap because there's no way, um, you know, after the White Sox declined a $14 million contract option for him um, and a $1 million buyout that that guy's going to be looking for anything crazy. Like I'm seeing here from Sports Illustrated, um, RIP, one-year $5 million deal. Yes, Peter Angelos, you have the money to give it out to him if that's again if that's an avenue they want to go down Ramon Arias I am perfectly fine with them bringing back but if you want to move them go ahead with Tim Anderson um I was also listening to a podcast the other day about maybe Ryan O'Hearn starting the year off in spring training 
Uh, I'm going to say it on here. I don't love that because that's a lefty bat that, you know, um, I think is very valuable in what he was able to do this year. Now, you know, that um, person's argument was that if he doesn't have a great spring training, that's where he could start off. Okay, that's fine. But, you know, I, I do think that you have the uh, the ability, of course, and he's earned it, of course, to be a member of the Orioles this season. Um, Pitching, starting pitching. I talked about it, veteran guys. Uh, do you could the Orioles open up the checkbook and bring in a Blake Snell? Could they maybe open up the checkbook and possibly bring in a Jordan Montgomery? I think Jordan Montgomery you could get on a um, on a lesser deal, um, you know, than a Blake Snell. Of course, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's someone that. Jeez, I'm seeing five years, so 106 million. It's less. It's less than what. Um, wow, and now I'm seeing uh, recently, even more recently, that Scott Boras and oh my goodness, they're looking for six years, 162. That's probably not happening. Um, as much as I would love that to be the case, that's not. I mean, that's just. No way do I see the O's do that. I'd love to be proven wrong, but nope. Um, that's completely out of their um, out of their pay range for guys that they're going to try and and bring in. I mean, am I sold with um, with what we've got? Yes, in terms of I think down the road, but I would like to bring someone in on a shorter deal that maybe you can bring in and um, like a Hinjin Roo. Um, who has had experience pitching for the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, played over in Japan, of course. That's where, um, or excuse me, in South Korea, not Japan. South Korea, where he's from. Um, a guy I could see, you know, veteran player, pitched in the AL East recently. Um, wasn't as dominant as I think people were expecting, of course. But someone you could bring in for a year and, and see what he can do for you. Um, and especially with, you know, the arms you have right now with your, with your young guys. So there's still a lot that is left on the table for the Orioles, but they just got to make these moves, like make no bones about it. The Orioles last year, I mean, in my opinion, it was like the moon for obviously for the season that they won 101 games. But when you look at what they brought in, I was like, no way before the season. I'm saying to myself, this team has 500 written all over it and like falling apart in September and having a very roller coaster ride throughout the summer. But they obviously proved me wrong and a lot of other people. I mean, pundits out there were not expecting what happened. And um, it sucked that it ended the way it did, but you've got to make moves. I mean, no way around it. So that's going to do it for me. Um, until the Orioles make some type of decision, I'll be back on here talking about them. As I talked about in the recent episode of the Ravens, we'll be bringing coverage um, uh, about what decisions they make as we unfortunately had in the offseason there. Both Baltimore sports teams, in the matter of months, seasons end way too early. Brutal. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.